to Kashyyyk <laughs> for the first time on this podcast. Yeah, we're going to Kashyyyk in uh, the Young Jedi Knight series, and I guess we'll just dive right into the, yeah. the story. We don't need to set it up too much. No, there's like, it's a pretty straightforward arc in this one. They start on Yavin, Yeah, and Loie is very emotional, super worried about his younger sister, Sira. Yeah, so Loie's been brooding for a while yeah. and not really talking about what's going on yeah. and his feelings. But then um, Han and Chewie sort of show up and then they explain what's going on is that uh, it's about time for Loie's sis- younger sister, Sira, to go through her Wookiee rite of passage yeah, where you can age. choose to descend into the trees of Kashyyyk and get fibers from a plant to make a Wookiee belt, and Loey's been through too much. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But, so, Loey chose to do this by himself, which was, like, a really reckless move, and he's afraid that his sister is going to try to replicate this move, and also, just a few months ago, uh, Sierra's best friend and Loey's love interest? Maybe possible love interest. childhood sweetheart. Yeah. Did the did the challenge alone snuck off in the night and never returned? Yeah, presumed dead. Yeah, so he's very nervous, and and Sierra's personality is very outgoing and right. very self sufficient. He's very concerned about what she's going to do. Right, he's worried she's going to do something reckless. She's yeah. very rebellious, so he wants. He offered since Raba is gone, can right. I accompany you on this? And right. she agreed. Right. So Chewie has come to take him to Kashyyyk. To fulfill this rite of passage, Luke says, "Why don't you, Tanel, Jason, Jaina, go go with?" Me. <laughs> well, I think that it was Loey was worried that yes. his grief for Raba was going to be right, distracting him, yeah. so he asked for one of his friends to come as backup, and they all they all come, they yeah. all decide to come, and Luke's just going off to do something else. Yeah, I let's we'll table that, first. but like table what Luke's doing. But yeah, he he's. Thinks this is a great idea. They all they all go to Kashyyyk. Kashyyyk. They have a little bit of space turbulence on the way. Yes, so like an ion, an ion storm. storm. Yeah. yeah, but they get to Kashyyyk. We meet Loie's parents and his sister. Mm-hmm. His parents work uh, at a factory, a computer factory, which seems to be the main. Kashyyyk is like the Silicon Valley of space. Yes, that's what it seems seems to be. They meet. Yeah, they meet Sarah. They meet his parents. Um... They're mostly hanging out on Kashyyyk. Yeah, they're just chilling. Yeah, Loie has a heart-to-heart with his sister. Right, they have some very nice bonding. And uh, simultaneous, mm-hmm. the Shadow Academy is planning to raid Kashyyyk. Yes. Because of the Silicon Valley aspect, they want to steal right. computer doodads. Parts. They also are aware that uh, the... Jedi Knights, the young Jedi Knights, have taken the Shadow Chaser ship, which was a ship that Luke stole from the Shadow Academy way back in, in Shadow Academy. Right. <laughs> the second book. Uh, and they are adamant about getting that ship. Or at least one of them. Yeah, one of them is, like, 
very the one they took it from. Right. <laughs> Getting that shit back. And Tamith Kai really wants Zek to kill Jason and Jaina. Yes, as like a sign of his commitment to the shadow. Yeah, and, and Bradford's is like, great. That sounds like sure, a great idea. <laughs> so Zek gets assigned to lead a raid mm-hmm. on Kashyyyk, which is supposed to simultaneously accomplish the goals of stealing a bunch of computer stuff mm-hmm. from the Wookiee factory, killing the young Jedi Knights, particularly Jason and Jaina, and recovering the shadow chase, the shadow chaser for the right. Shadow Academy. Right. Too many shadows. Yeah, a lot of Um, so. Uh, they're separated, the groups, when right, so TIE Fighters attack. The the attack comes, and Jaina is working with Chewie yes. on trying to repair the Shadow Chaser. Right, after the storm. After the storm. Everybody else is hanging out at Loie's family's house mm-hmm. when they get the distress call from the factory. So those four, Jason, yes. Jaina, Loie, Sierra. Sierra, yeah. Rush off to the factory to right. try to deal with. They shoot down some Tie Fighters. Yeah, and the distress call is a fake from right to Zach. lure in the right. young Jedi Knights. Um, so Jaina and Chewie are battling two of the Knight Sisters, just one. or just one, Garowin. Garowin, um, who, who wants the Shadow really chaser. wants the Shadow Chaser back. <laughs> very hung up. You think that that was like her. Right. Not just hers, but like her grandfather right. ship or something. Where, uh, and the other four uh, are being sort of pursued by Zach and... Tamith Kai and... Vonda Ra. Vonda Ra is one of the other... Nice she was, sisters. uh... She was the one doing the recruiting right, on right. Dathomir That's in right. Shadow Academy. So as, like, on their pursuit... They end up falling pretty far right. down into Kashyyyk. They go down the growth. trees. Yeah. Uh, and the lower down you go in the trees, the more dangerous. Yeah, there's like the a ton of very is. scary animals. And right. So they're descending through the trees. They're having some fights with the Shadow Academy people. Yeah. They're all sort of like using the environment to their advantage. Yeah. And Jaina and Chewie then are going after them. And then Chewie falls and breaks his leg, yeah. and Jane is trying to get help for Chewie, and she has a brief, briefly sort of sees Zach one-on-one. Yeah. One. And Zach's like, I was going to kill you so bad, and then... But I love you. Except he doesn't say that he loves her. her. He's just like, I'll give you one shot. He just he <laughs> says, just don't go back to Yavin 4. Yeah. We'll call it square. Next time I see you, I, I, I will, will definitely I will, kill you. Then I'll kill yeah. you. But, like, you Today, gotta, I'm a freebie. <laughs> so he leaves and goes back to the Shadow Academy, and he's really worried that he's going to be in trouble because he stole the computer parts, but he didn't get the Shadow Chaser, right. and he didn't kill the Jedi, although he just kind of lies right, about that. Brackus thinks he's... The moon and stars. Yeah. <laughs> More my sun and stars. You did a great job. Good right. job. Brackus says, who cares about the dead Night Sisters and the dead Stormtroopers? Totally right, acceptable. Fine. And Tamith Kai is still very uh, wary about this. Um, and while uh, Tanel, Loey, Sierra, and Jason were in the undergrowth, Sierra manages to take the fibers from Siren Plant? Siren Plant? Yeah. Um... And successfully complete her, her rite of passage. So, so. she's an adult Wookiee right. now. And then after all of this horrible things, and they know for certain that the Shadow Academy is going to attack Yavin. Right. At the end, they go back to Yavin. Yeah, they're on their. At the end, they're on yeah. their way back to Yavin. <laughs> and 
yeah, so I guess that that's, that's it for, yeah. for that. So, and there's also some stuff with the Emperor, but that doesn't need to figure directly into the plot. I think that's more of an yeah, aside and we'll, that we can talk we'll about. We'll talk about, yeah, Brackets and <laughs> Papa Emperor. <laughs> so, where do we want to go? Do you maybe want to start there? Sure. Brackets is an idiot, right? <laughs> the dumbest person. Because... Like, it's not terrible, and I think we've talked about this because we've read these before, we sort of know that the Emperor, this isn't actually the Emperor, like, yeah, it's like some I, kind of, I like, I vaguely remembered that there was some trickery involved yeah. here, but... Um, in the first couple books, like, you don't, they just mention his name, you don't really get a sense of, like, right. whether or not this is real or not real. It is so clear <laughs> from what is happening. This is Wizard of Oz <laughs> levels <laughs> of fakery. Yeah, so uh, they announced that the Emperor is coming to... The visit Shadow the Shadow Academy. Academy to sort of check things out. And he arrives. They completely clear the decks. Right. Like, nobody like, is allowed. The Emperor's here, and he wants to be all alone. <laughs> all of you go away now. Yep. It's Emperor time. Yeah. <laughs> Only the, uh, like, Imperial Royal Guards are allowed. Who he arrived with. Right. They escort him, like, directly from the ship to his room. Right. Nobody is allowed to so look at <laughs> And Brackus is watching on the security cameras and what he sees is them moving like a giant darkened <laughs> mobile isolation so tank. Dumb. <laughs> so it's just Imperial Guards and a big <laughs> mobile isolation tank that cannot yeah. be seen in or out of. And at least twice does he go to the Emperor's room, like <laughs> knock on the door, like the <laughs> saddest little kid and is like I really just want to like Papa. Can you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the Imperial Guard's like, no, no. Like he needs, he needs his. He quiet, doesn't want to talk quiet, to you. He doesn't want to talk to anybody. At, at a certain point, they have like his voice come through the intercom and say, like, Brackus, like, I told you to leave me alone. Like, can you leave me alone? <laughs> so, but I mean, Brackus is the dumbest person in the galaxy. Like, if it wasn't hundred percent clear that this is not the Emperor, but all Brackus thinks is. <laughs> What if the emperor is sick? Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. He's like, he's been sick a lot. Also, Brackus, like, consciously remembers, like, the emperor's been through quite a bit, like, <laughs> which is true. And and we'll get to those books eventually, but there are a series of books where the emperor is, like, cloned, and he's, like, his spirit returned, like... Right, there's a... So Brackus, like, knows that these things have happened, and for right. some reason he's just like, oh, he just must have not died. <laughs> like, I guess he just didn't die. <laughs> All those times he died, he didn't die. Brackus, Brackus lives in the Star Wars universe. Yes. And he knows. That he has to know, like, technology exists that allows a machine to mimic the voice of another. Something. You know, right. like, we saw that with 3PO in Courtship doing right. the, the big singer voice yeah. and everything like that. So he knows the technology <laughs> exists for a voice to be falsified. One has to assume the technology also exists for a hologram to be falsified, right. which is the only way he's seen Palpatine, is basically if when I went to see Sky Captain in the World of Tomorrow in theaters, <laughs> if I said, Orson Welles is alive, right, yeah, he's back. there's Orson Welles, <laughs> yeah. he can't be dead, I, I see, see him. him. Yeah, and the, like, is there no one else, this goes back to like, Bracca should not be running the Shadow Academy. Apparently Bracca shouldn't be running... A yeah, like he, can't, he can't do like he cannot fathom that this is not real, or like even crosses his mind that like hmm, no, something's up. Not here. even a yellow flag. Yeah, in and his there's mind. nobody else in the Shadow Academy who could like say Brackus. Like, <laughs> 
I know you really love the Emperor, like you're a super big fan. This is weird. This is definitely <laughs> not the Emperor. Right. Like, 100% not the Emperor. Uh, and it just does not even cross. Nothing here adds up in no, his mind. The only... I mean, the Emperor shows up when everybody else is out on mission, so Tamith Kai is not there to say right. anything. Guess, yeah. Maybe she would be skeptical. I don't know no. if she's actually smarter or just more... Yeah, like, aggressive. Like, aggressive. <laughs> she likes to strut. She's really into posing. Yeah. <laughs> Academy spends a lot, a little too much time on the their look. I mean, they're very into the aesthetics of evil yeah. at the Shadow Academy. The other thing is that, and maybe this is just like our impression of the Shadow Academy, it is like a rinky dink. Right. Like, there's nothing going on with the Shadow Academy that is that important no. that the Emperor is going to come visit right. the Shadow Why Academy. Why would the Emperor come to the Shadow Academy? It is wildly unsuccessful. <laughs> it can, it's found its recruiting method. Right. Great. Right. Other than that. Right. It's not like they're churning out just an army of dark Jedi. No. Zek is their most successful candidate, and he's doing fine, but he's been in training for maybe four months. Yeah, and Maybe. Like, Maybe they put him in charge of a lot of things that... There's a lot of responsibility. Like, too much responsibility. The other thing that I don't understand about the Shadow Academy is what are they doing with those, like, Stormtrooper train? Like, there has to be a big... Right, why is there a Stormtrooper There must be an operation somewhere in the galaxy where they're, like, actually training, like... Yes! Actual Stormtroopers, right? Okay, so I know that there was, and Kipteron might have blown it up, so maybe yeah. they're kind of low on. They're just like we got these kids. Now. But it's been Coral. like it's been ten years. You could reform, right? And I just don't think like that's their main source. No, of stormtroopers. Stormtroopers storm 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 must be coming from somewhere else. Else, yeah. Other and it's just like let's keep Quarrel Quarrel busy because like ten needs something kids to do that Quarrel hangs out with. Yeah, our kids. Also, as <laughs> <laughs> Shadow Academy personnel goes, why am I getting so much in Norries? I don't know. Are we supposed to... Am I supposed to care about Nori's? Because even when he's introduced in The Lost Ones... I never barely... for a second have cared about Nori's. Yeah. And I think I'm supposed to be buying into him being set up as Zek's big rival. Because oh. he calls Zek trash collector. Yeah. And they had tension between them on Coruscant. But like, he's not a threat to Zek, right? No, he doesn't have any force. But if... If their relationship is that fraught, why would Zek have recruited Norris for the Shadow Academy? He's the one who brought yeah. Norris on board. That's a good question. And I just, <laughs> I just feel like I'm getting way more Norris. He's yeah. just always around. He's always saying something. I, yeah, I'm wondering if he's going to become like he's a bigger character in Stormtrooper uniform. He's I don't remember Everyone always, him. like, recognizes him. They're like, that Stormtrooper is Nori's. I can tell. Yeah, and I don't, from the book, I don't really get the sense that he's, like, a particularly great ad. I don't think he's... trooping. No. I'm trying to think of a... I'm trying to think of other characters that he aligns with. Because he's really just sort of a loose cannon. Not very... Yeah. Doesn't really seem to have it together. Has some aggression issues. He's, like, Ben Affleck's friend in the town. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah, he's sort of like, he's... But he doesn't have a Ben Affleck. Right. Yeah. He's, he's just like an annoyance to quarrel. Like, that's right. what I get from this. Right. But they don't have a fun dynamic. No. At all. At 
So that's what we get in the Shadow Academy is yeah. this sort of sitcom level. Yeah. It really is sort of like, uh, it's laughable. Right, like a John Ritter 70s. Yeah, like he does, Brackus does not ask a single question. No, Brackus really was, he's not usually, but in this in this book he was played by young John Ritter. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, looking past him, well, I don't understand. Yeah, it's just a big misunderstanding. <laughs> it all come together. He's the so, so, so dumb. dumb. All right, so... Oh. Maybe we can circle back to Yavin 4 now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Who watches Jason's animals when he's gone for months at a time on these <laughs> vacations? You gotta... Maybe they just all die. Maybe. I... That... Uh, that thought should have crossed my mind way earlier than this, but, like, when they were... No, Jason is constantly leaving Yavin in one month yeah. intervals. Because he seems, like, when he's on Yavin, like, very concerned about the well-being and, like where the cages and where they are, and then, you know, on a whim, like, just flies off to somewhere else. Around. Right, he just comes home and they're so... Right, when they went to Coruscant, he knew how long... Maybe he made arrangements for them. Maybe. Then... With who? <laughs> who would put up with He doesn't that? have any... He has his little group of friends, right, and other than it. that, he seems to not know or care about anyone. He seems to actively hate <laughs> everyone, everyone else. He's a really negative person. <laughs> and it can't be, like, maybe it's Tion. Maybe. She's, I mean. Tion is a saint, as far as I can yeah, tell. Yeah, she's the only one doing, doing any work, and she is the backbone of this academy. <laughs> she's the, the backbone, the heart, the soul. Yeah, she's training the muscle, with them. The ligaments, she's doing the whole yeah. thing. And Luke... Scouting? What is he okay. doing? So, <laughs> when Han shows up with Chewie, he and actually marked the page. Yeah. Because I just said, oh, it's official. We were right. Han has nothing to do. Yeah. <laughs> um, so he says, there's been a few problems in the Outer Rim recently. So in her official capacity, the New Republic's chief of state, you mean mom, Jaina said. Right. <laughs> anyway, she's been after me and Luke to do some scouting for her. Says I need to keep busy or I'll get old too fast. Mm-hmm. So yeah, just, just like, but, and I guess for like Han's trajectory in these books, that makes sense that she's like, gotta keep him busy. Yeah, just, he's annoying me. Like, just get on the Falcon Luke, and go to the Outer Rim. Luke is running a school. Right. And he says, oh, here we go. Ever since he started this Jedi Academy, your uncle's made it a practice to spend some time away from Yavin 4 just to make sure his skills stay in peak performance. (laughs) Part of the Academy is him not being in the Academy. (laughs) His love for the Academy means that he has to take oodles of time off. Basically, never at the Academy. Which then also makes sense as to why these kids can just like. Spend a day back on Yavin and then immediately right, fly just off to the one their schedules sync up with Luke's. Right. So we just have like Luke and Han in disguise. They're playing dress up again and yeah. head off to the outer rim, just screwing around. Yeah. Nothing is serious. Nothing's nothing happening. Nothing's coming of this. Uh, but I do like. As soon as Chewie was like, well, I'm going to take them to Kashyyyk, I was like, okay, thank God. <laughs> thank God. <laughs> like, they're so much more safer with Chewie. I know, and yet there seem to have been so many more safety mechanisms put in place with Chewie where Han says, like, I already asked your mom, and she yeah. said it's fine. Like, her, 
So somebody told an adult what's right. going on. <laughs> right. An adult that's like actually responsible for them. No. Um, <laughs> and he even says to Chewie, like, make sure you take good care of him. Like, Chewie is going to take good care yeah, of him. Yeah, I'm not worried about Chewie. I'm no. worried about Uncle Luke. <laughs> Uncle Luke <laughs> needs someone taking care of yeah, like thank God Han's going with him to the outer rim because Luke cannot handle. I think it's more. I think Luke can handle himself <laughs> fine out in the world. I think he wouldn't come back. <laughs> That's why he needs with him. It's to make him come back. If he finds word of a sacred text, he's just <laughs> off the rails, gone. He's definitely gone. <laughs> I get that. Um. So, but even before Han shows up, we have a little bit of what everybody's up to yeah. now. Loie's whole brooding about home and his family and his loss is just so sad. Yeah, and the I fact love that Louis a lot in I this was really loving him. And the fact that nobody understands him and he can only it communicate through EMTD so sad. makes it so sad. Because if you are feeling heartbroken and strained, yeah. the idea of the idea of like sharing that is hard enough and to have to share it through a judgmental translator droid of course you wouldn't yeah of course you would keep it to yourself yourself. uh i know and like you do get a little and i think because of like how sad that is you do get a little of like jason and jana like starting to pick up on wookie right finally after 14 years of living with a (laughs) wookie They are finally kind of getting right. some vocabulary words, which is a relief. <laughs> it is a huge relief because it is just yeah, Loie's, so sad. Loie's, you know, just alienated in every, every way, way from yeah. his surrounding. He's homesick. We've been to visit everybody else's home, right. not his, and he has lost a you know, childhood friend. He's worried about his sister, and he can't directly talk with anyone around him. Right. Loie's been through too yeah. much. It was really sad. Oh, Loie. Jason doesn't give a crap <laughs> about what's going on with Loey. No, Jason, when we first see Jason, he's in the cafeteria. Stuff in his face. <laughs> literally food dripping down his chin. <laughs> he does not know he's there. And he's talking about an animal that he's trapped without knowing what it eats. Right. And, like, he's worried about finding the food. Jason the Solo in a nutshell. Yeah. <laughs> and he thinks the crystal snake is still trying to escape, which of course it is. Yay. Free the crystal snake. Yeah, please let the crystal snake go. Hashtag it's been free the crystal months, snake. months. It wants to be free. Yeah, it hates you, Haven't Jason. you studied it enough? Like, yeah. It's Let fine. it go. Jaina um, is concerned about, she's like, notice he's, he's not at the meal. I forget. Right, Loie's very late to dinner. Yeah, um, and he's been kind of sulky lately. Yeah, he's been distant. And so he's she's not eating. She's much. trying to talk to her brother about like I'm worried about Lowy, and he's just like food in the mouth. Like, <laughs> oh no no, yeah. animal doesn't care. hundred um, percent involved in himself. And Sonoka is training with Tion. with Tion because. Again, she's a saint and right. is the only one who's actually working with these You kids. have to know that Tion was out living her own life and agreed to come visit the Jedi Academy once and then was like, oh, I can never leave. Yeah, like, these children, they need, <laughs> they children they need me. have Luke, no one. Luke is just Luke is gone off. Gone. He's um, gone. And Raynar watch. We don't actually get Raynar, but at one point, Jaina refers to him as the uppity student. Yeah. So I did... This week, my like procrastination since we started this podcast is still sort of deep dive into 
the extended universe and kind of see where we're going to go eventually. And apparently Raynar is a huge character. I love it. In the New Jedi Order series. Whatever so he happens, does not disappear. <laughs> whatever happens, I declare now my loyalty to Raynar. I think he ends up... It, I have no idea where this yeah. is going. <laughs> I think he has to be an okay kid. Like I am guy. on Radar's yeah. side. <laughs> yeah, 100% on Radar's side. Oh, I love Radar so much. Yeah, we don't watch. get any Radar. Um, so, yeah, Tion's doing some actual teaching, yeah. which is really nice to see. Yeah, and when uh, Han and Chewie come, they also bring, like, messages, which seems to be a very traditional thing that right. happens. here are the messages. And one of them is a message for Tanaka. Yeah, okay, I... Could have wept. Anakin is a Anakin sweet... is a sweetie pie. I wrote it down. Anakin's a sweetie pie. <laughs> I wrote down. Anakin is a sweet baby angel. Why? Yeah, he is in the heart of gold. He he sends her a message. An angel from heaven. Basically, he's like he knows that she has lost her arm, um, and is just the kindest, sweetest little boy. And has figured out a way to braid hair using only one. Hand. Because he knows that braiding hair is how Tanaka always wears her hair, right. and that it's very it's culturally significant on Dathomir, right. and he is very humble and self-effacing the way he yes. phrases the message. So he doesn't sweet. say like "I know you need my help." He just says like "I know that this happened, and I thought it might be an interesting problem to try to solve, and you've probably already figured it out." Right. But, but if if not, here you go. And if you have, it was still a useful exercise for me. So thank you. Yeah. And he's practicing on Leia. Yes, he's like one-handed <laughs> braiding <laughs> Dathomir braids and decorations yeah. all through Leia's hair. And Leia like does like a twirl and like, shows <laughs> off the braid. And it's just so sweet, and, and like, I mean, we see that Tanel Ka has met Anakin in The Lost Ones, but right. we don't really get any interaction. She seems to think that he's, like, weird. weird. Um, but you, you do not get a sense that they were very close or became no. good friends, and it's so, and she, like, when she gets this message, is so surprised. Right, she's and, like, why would Anakin send me a message? Right, but very grateful. Right. And it's... And it she starts spraying so, her hair right away. Yeah, it's, it's really a cute. It's cute a scene. really nice moment. And it makes me want Anakin to be a part of this. I mean, like on the one hand, it makes me want Anakin to be part of this. Oh, on the other hand, it makes me want to just like, like take Anakin <laughs> far, far, far away. Like grab from him. all of this. Like take Leia, take the baby. You can still save him. Yeah. <laughs> Get out of here. Do not send him to the Jedi. Do not send him to the Jedi Academy. This place is like a nightmare. Yeah. These people are monsters. <laughs> Save this angel. <laughs> yeah, Anakin Aww, is really cute. So darling. Um, I think that's pretty much all that happens. Oh, yeah. yeah. The other thing that happens on Yavin is that Han... Well, the other thing he's bringing when he shows up are parts for a shield generator to protect the Jedi yes. Academy from external threat. The idea being, like, well, we know there's a Shadow Academy. Right. They're probably going to come here eventually. We should take some precautions. Mm-hmm. And Luke is, like against it. Luke says, you know, my students can defend themselves and the Shadow Academy would be foolish to underestimate them. It'll be fine. Luke's the worst. (laughs) Really? Because your best students are 14-year-olds who are leaving. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I, Luke's mindset throughout these books just seems like, whatever. Like, good, sounds good. Like, (laughs) all right. He might or be, like, let's not even bother. He, like, might, don't be, worry about it. he might be hoping the Shadow Academy just, like, destroys his academy. So he can go off and search so for the attics. <laughs> not to do this anymore. He seems way over it. I think he's really painted himself into a corner. And, like, the Jedi Academy hasn't been going for that long. I mean, 
Like 10 years? Yeah, like 12 years. Yeah. So, he's just... So, you know, it took a couple years probably to perfect it. Like, you haven't been perfect by, by perfect anything. I mean, anything. is Luke having a midlife crisis? Maybe. <laughs> and, like, I guess he will later come to find out that he's married he's at already this married point. Tomorrow, so maybe that point. has something, like... He would just rather be retroactively. Well, that just doesn't sound like Luke. Like, no. Also, well, wouldn't Mara Jade be like, hey, like, I'm also a Jedi. Like, yeah. I could help you. Yeah. I'm a really good Jedi. I'm a way better Jedi. Yeah. I was the hand of the Emperor. Like, my skills are insane. Like, <laughs> how about, I would love Mara Jade to be training Tunnel Cobb. Yes. That or would just, like, have her come, like, do a guest lecture. Yeah, come on. <laughs> Please. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so they fly off to Kashyyyk. They hit this ion storm. Jason... Han brings Jason, like, a pet or something, and the pet gets in the, like, wiring. No, that's, no Han does bring Jason a pet. That's not the same but pet. But that's not the same pet. Jason just finds a mouse. Yeah. in Right, on the ship. On the ship. He finds He names it Ion. Because. It's the first time he's named he, Yeah, it's the first time he's named a pet. He names it, he names it Ion. And it's probably just evidence that Luke <laughs> is not taking proper care of the Shadow Chaser that has been infested with rodents. Yeah. And it's chewing all the wires. The shields are not working properly. Yeah. But I mean, it's kind of a kind of a red herring. I'm not really sure why that yeah. happens. I think it has It doesn't give us much. They have to repair the ship. Right. I guess, I guess it's why Yeah. But then But they still would have gone through the storm. All it gets us is that Jaina has a reason to be off with Chewbacca on right, the sheet right. during the attack. But yeah, it seemed like it was gonna be a much bigger Yeah, it's not that thing. big a problem. They saw that in a couple yeah. pages. Um but they get to Kashyyyk, and they have dinner with uh, Sira and Chewie's parents. Right. And they have the Wookiee ceremonial speech of thankfulness, which is like, <laughs> it's amazing. So cute. It's really it like a beautiful song. Yeah. They like symbolic gestures. Yeah. It's, that dinner is very, very lovely. And yeah. No, Wookiee culture seems just I'm, wonderful. Yeah, just great. I oh, love them oh, so much. On the way to Kashyyyk, though. In maybe Jason's worst moment yet. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> the worst thing Jason has done so far. The list of his mini crimes. Uh, Jason gets to the point where he has finally realized that Tamilka is not laughing at his jokes. Right. And he decides that this is probably because she does not know enough about jokes. So he sits down to explain mm, to jokes. her why his jokes are funny. He is a mansplaining monster. Yeah, he is... Ugh, that is worse. I think he's already fallen to the dark side. Just <laughs> <laughs> doesn't know that move is pure evil. Yeah, it's this is like he's like basically Adam Scott's character on The Good Place. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like just being smarmy and gross. Yeah. <laughs> disgusting. Yeah, and like he's not funny. Like no, like it's all terrible. But it's also like you're not. Yeah. Like, you're explaining jokes that are not jokes. Right. You're so this is doing nothing. Like, no. it's not helping anyone. No, nobody hears, Jason. Yeah. Oh. Shut up. I, just, I wanted to throttle him. Yeah. I wanted to reach into the book and do him physical harm. Yeah, he's just, he's just a nightmare. Seriously, if someone does not, someone does not laugh at your jokes, and so you decide you need to explain the concept of, of a humor. joke. It's a snail pot who, like, does not appreciate humor. No. Fine. But she grew up right, in a now, world with other people who right. probably told jokes. Like, he now knows. She's from Hapes. They're a full culture. They've got naked acrobats. Yeah. And I'm sure they have jokes. Right. Too. A solar 
It's all right. Jokes. She and Neniel both told jokes. Yeah, they're both funny. It's just that's her personality. Right. And you're a monster. Yeah. <laughs> let let Tinnacle be Tinnacle. Yeah, stop annoying her. And shut up. Because you're annoying her and you're annoying me. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe more me than her, but I don't know, really like annoying me. Not you know, not that this is at all Jaina's fault, but like wouldn't at some point she'd be like, Jason. <laughs> What are you doing? He, We're think, 14. Like, enough's enough. Like, I feel like people have given him that talk, <laughs> and he just is immune, because it's gotten to the point where when he says, like, hey, do you want to hear a joke, he then quickly begins the joke right, and finishes to it, yeah. start to head off them saying no, because right. he knows they're going to say yeah. no, because everyone hates his jokes. It's just, like, the most... And again... They talk about, like, Han and Jaina... Both just staring in silence. Yeah, there was after a, a point yeah, where Jaina just like stares at her brother like blankly and is just like and then, ready to say something horrible to him <laughs> and just like decides. And then they just like it. turn away. <laughs> it's just not worth it. But like, and uh, we've talked about this a lot, I think, through reading these books, but Jason is the least developed right. character of all the char- of all these sort of main characters. And I think a lot of it has to do with like his personality is, like, we're not getting his personality. We're just getting sort of, like, he loves animals. He loves to tell jokes. Right. And, like, maybe that's a cover for some deeper Right, but we're stuff, not getting. But we're not getting underneath that no. surface. And, you know, his love of animals, as we've said, does not depict, like, necessarily empathy or sympathy or, no. or a love of nature. It's more just, like, study and. Right, fascination. Right. Um, and his jokes don't really tell us anything about him except how awful he is. Right, he doesn't care about other people's feelings. feelings. Right, he's terribly he's, mean to Raynar. And he's bad at wordplay. Yeah, he's not, he doesn't seem really smart no. or courageous necessarily. I mean, he's, he's a loyal friend, but right. they all are. Right, no, there's very little to set him apart other than being sort of obnoxious and Yeah, he's obnoxious, that's his, his trait, and it's... <laughs> Especially in light of Anakin's beautiful <laughs> gesture yeah. to this girl that he barely knows. He met once, and they didn't bond, but he yeah. said to himself, she's important to my siblings, she was a part of, she visited here, I right. want to do something to help, and then find some, like, concrete, useful way right, to, to help. do it. And what, it, Jason, you know was involved in this horrible accident that happened, like, right. should be feeling so much. so guilty and, like, wanting to help as much as he can, stuffing his face with food <laughs> and being like, my snake. Like, he's just, like, the worst person. Oh, awful. Getting, yeah, he's acting all headachy at Wookiee dinner. Yeah. He's like, I can't understand what all these Wookiees are yeah. saying. Yeah. Oh, I wrote that down. I was so mad at him. <laughs> he's, like... He's awful. Oh, yeah. I hope he gets better <laughs> as he's gone or as he grows up. It's going to be hard for him to get worse. But he does he have worse. Evil, <laughs> evil Sith Lord. He has an evil Sith Lord who murders Marjay. Like, this is going to be a problem. a straight line. <laughs> yeah, we're just shooting down. Like, it's not getting better. It's a straight line down. There's never a moment. In that game, maybe in that sense it'll make it less painful because... <laughs> There's nothing lost. Yeah, we're, yeah, I don't feel... Jason becoming Darth Cadis, we lose nothing. nothing. Yeah. I don't remember feeling 
Like, I remember thinking, like, oh, it's annoying. He tells bad jokes. But, like, I don't remember reading that as a no. kid and feeling so strongly. I did not <laughs> hate him. As a kid, I was fine with him. Yeah. Jaina was my favorite. Right. And maybe I just accepted Jason as an extension of I Jaina. Guess. Yeah. I loved Jaina. She's my favorite. I liked Tanulka. I was the least interested in Loie. And actually, as a kid, this book was my least favorite. I probably read this, reread this one the least. But now as an adult, I hate Jason. Yeah. And I love Loie. Yeah, Loie is so is sweet. so darling. I really loved the conversation that he had with Sierra. Yes, I wrote down Sierra and Loie are super relatable. They're it so like relatable. a very genuine conversation. And I really loved how it was written because it's not written in like quotes. You're not, the authors aren't like directly translating what they're saying. Right. It's more um, like expressions that they have. And, you know, like Sierra you know, explains this, that it, it's not like Sierra said so-and-so. Right. No, I like that too because it, sort of leaves open the possibility that the Wookiee language sort of functions in a fundamentally different way right. than our Right, it's not like language, a translatable... Which I think further underscores what's being lost by the fact that Jason and Janet don't understand Wookiee. Right. Is that they're always getting sort of a lesser right. form of communication. Right. And that EMTD is not translating it correctly. No. It doesn't help. No. <laughs> but yeah, they have this really amazing heart to heart like under the night sky like, right no it's really and... it's really beautiful uh, where they sort of come to terms with each other and how different they are from one another right. but also how much they really do love each other yeah. and they share sort of a moment of grief for their lost friend yeah, they, they get like, to mourn together sing, like uh, like howl together yeah and it's, it's really it's a really lovely lovely scene yeah it I, I feel like Rob is going to come back, though, right? Like, she's not really dead. I would assume. I thought, like, by the end of this book, we'd... She'd be back. We'd see we'd see her, but... I feel like... She, she must come back. I, think I wonder if that's diversity, the diversity alliance. alliance. I feel like she's uh, going to come... I don't remember... I know that there's a female Wookiee involved in the diversity alliance. I don't remember if it's Sierra or Rava. Oh, I know that, yeah. That the, but I think it's going to be Rava. become... But in this, I almost, I wish that she wouldn't come back because... Yeah, they, like, came to such a closure. Over this is so beautiful. It's really great. Well done. Um, The young Jedites are practicing gymnastics. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Training to me (laughs) is beyond. That, like, they're away from Yavin, and they're like, let's just do some... Some cardio. (laughs) So they do some cardio, (laughs) and they use the force to, like, rustle leaves in the trees. Yeah, which ends up... For for Jaina is useful because that's how she kills Garwin, is that yeah. her name? Because she like rustles leaves behind her and then Garwin ends up falling right. to her death. But you don't need to talk about all the death. But... There's a lot of death. <laughs> a lot of the young Jaina Knights whoops so, to Daisy killing. Yes, but, okay, so but, but anything else before the stormtrooper attack? Um, um, um factories on Kashyyyk. Right. Kashyyyk. Is that how you imagine Kashyyyk? I did not be? imagine Kashyyyk as an industrial place. I didn't either. And I and I felt like not strongly negative about it, but it just seemed like a very surprising it's like knowing strange. my my history with understanding Wookiee culture. You know, clearly Chewbacca is very right. mechanically I guess. I just didn't know that they like produced that. Right. It seems there. like they took a trait that was true right. of Chewbacca, Chewbacca and Lowy, which is it. that they like com- yeah. they're good at computer stuff. Which I, 
I mean, Chewie, I guess, is mechanically inclined because he rebuilds C-3PO. Yeah, he, he fixes them fixes when he walks in nonstop. A lot. Yeah. <laughs> and Loey's really good with computers. But then I didn't extrapolate that to be, like, all Wookiees yeah, no, are neither. into this stuff. Um, and not to, like, harp on the Star Wars holiday special, <laughs> but I'm going to do it. I think this is the time. I... I think at this, my understanding is that it is no longer canon. It is It is not. But it was, because I'm pretty sure, and again, this is my deep diving procrastination into the expanded <laughs> universe, there's definitely a book where they go, Han and Chewie go and visit Mala, which is his wife. There's no mention of Chewbacca's, do it, we even know which itchy? Wookiee is his, Itchy and Lump, Lumpy? Lumpy. <laughs> Which of Loie's parents is his sibling? They, yes. So Loie's mother is Chewbacca's okay. sister. Chewbacca's sister. Okay. I, yeah. I'm just, I, I would like a more clear story <laughs> of how. I think that after the Star Wars holiday special, before they just decided, like, no, it's definitely not canon, they spent just years avoiding, avoiding Chewbacca's, Chewbacca's family. family. Yeah, I mean, because it's very distressing to think <laughs> that he had a wife and children and just left left for, you know, I'm sure life I mean, dead. But, I mean, even after they reset, and he has, I think, just a different wife and children yeah. in the new right. canon. There's I guess like maybe when we get to the Han Solo trilogy, there may be something more useful, something there in the kind of like prequel aspect of it. Um, but I mean, in the Star Wars holiday special, Kashyyyk did not seem like an industrial. No, it's planet not at all. And even in, um, which is obviously later, but even when we see Kashyyyk in Revenge of the Sith, it's not. No. Not terribly. I guess it doesn't have the tree thing going on as much in Revenge of the Sith. Though. No, although that's like. I feel like has always kind of been... Or Attack of the Clones? When Wookiees show I feel like up? it's Revenge, Revenge of the, the Sith. Sith. Like, I think Yoda, Yoda goes to Kashyyyk and is like, Hey, Chewie, you. <laughs> You're going to be important. Right. Help us with something. Right, he... I'm just sure... <laughs> Revenge of the Sith is the one I've seen the least. I'm sure no Yoda's saying, like, I have a good relationship with the Wookiees. Yeah. Yeah, and then, like, Wookiees help them fight something. I don't remember. <laughs> we don't definitely go to Kashyyyk and Revenge of the Sith. Okay, well, in any case, Kashyyyk <laughs> has been imagined multiple ways. Yes. And may, for whatever reason, I guess it's because the, the, the description of Kashyyyk in the Star Wars Holiday Special works with the description of Kashyyyk in the Extended Universe books. Right, so that's like, like the image of Kashyyyk, yeah. the treetops. And like the platforms. And I, this is gonna, this is a weird poll, but I, a couple years ago, bought Star Wars Legos, the app for my iPad uh, and it was just like different levels and each level was like a scene from one of the movies and they had one on Kashyyyk for Revenge of the Sith and it was very similar to the description in this book where it's like sort of like Lothlorien yeah. in, in uh, Lord of the Rings like just platforms like running up the trees and I imagine in this book like when they're riding the Banthas and the, the speeder bikes they're just like on these giant wooden right like, planks. in the treetops Please me a question I have. Why do they have Banthas on Kashyyyk? This is a recurring thing in these books is that we can't make up new animals. Or right. we can only make up a certain amount of new animals for each book. Right. So we have to have a callback to an animal that like, Star Wars fans are familiar with. Right. Those are the Tauntauns. Right. On. on Coruscant. And now Banthas. Banthas are desert creatures. They are native 
to, to Tatooine. Tatooine. Maybe some planets nearby. Unclear. But right. they are Tatooine deserts. They are desert dwellers. They, they are designed for, for traversing the sandy dunes. Why are you relocating animals? <laughs> Why would you bring them <laughs> and then make them your treetop? It doesn't make sense. Transportation? If, you know, I'm sure these platforms are very sturdy and can hold a lot of weight, but a bantha doesn't seem like the most useful No, it seems like a very sort of clumsy (laughs) creature. Yeah, like, almost like an elephant. It's like a lumbering. You don't want that climbing up the treetops? Like, if that thing falls. No, and also, they act like (laughs) banthas can sprint, and I've seen banthas moving, and it was not quickly. Yeah, Sand people. No. They, they don't ride. move fast on the banthas. Sand people don't ride banthas. They ride something else, right? I thought they ride something else. Dewbacks? Yeah, right? Or maybe, no, it was Stormtroopers on Dewbacks. Sand yeah, people yeah, on banthas. banthas. But they may ride them. My both. bad. Um, but, like, banthas are not, they're meant to go long distances. Right. Like camels. Like, right. Not... You don't put those on top of trees. No! As your treetop <laughs> taxi service! Do you think the Wookiees... I mean, also, maybe... the Wookiees are computer technological yes. genius. They couldn't just build, build a monorail or something. Yeah, monorail. And are they importing banthas? <laughs> I, I understand that. It seems like most creatures on Kashyyyk that are not Wookiees are terribly dangerous. And right. maybe you can't ride. Right. <laughs> so, but... But yeah, that is technology. The question of why are you riding a living thing? Right. They have speeder bikes. Yes. Build a monorail. Build a trolley. Any an elevator. Anything. Yes, anything. This anything. does not seem to be working. Give every Wookiee a hang glider. Like just do anything else. Yeah, it does seem to be one of those like callback moments. Yeah, they managed like, to really you know, know they restrained themselves on the dialogue for the most part. The Emperor is coming here. Yeah. That one got me. <laughs> <laughs> He doesn't even know that guy. That guy's dead. <laughs> like, I just, as I was reading the line, I like heard <laughs> the voice. The voice. The Emperor's coming here. <laughs> like excitement and terror. Yeah. Fine. Well, and at one point, the narration says like for a thousand years the Jedi had been the guardians yeah. of blah blah, and Luke didn't into. It was just like you know what. I know that that is something that Luke heard right once. one time. <laughs> they can phrase it differently. Yeah, it can be. We don't need the exact same words. Oh, I sort of liked the... There's a lot in this early part of the book. I like the image of the spindly droid. I thought that that was, like, a really cool different... Yeah, the, oh, like the tor droid. The tor droid. They sort of describe him as, like, almost, um, like, praying mantis. Yeah. Like, there's something... It's got, like, a single, like, long sort of stalk that yeah. he whips around and on. And he and MTD do not get along. No, I love <laughs> yeah. tor droid versus the MTD. Yeah. Having like an argument about the best way to translate yeah, Wookiee. Yeah. Which only further underscores that if you don't understand Wookiee yourself, you're right, missing out. Right. You're not the getting rich it. language. Jaina thinks about Kroll at one point. Yeah. She's like, I wonder what what's he what I he wonder, is doing. I thought he was my friend. Yeah. <laughs> she really loves him and still, still thinks that they're friends. Still <laughs> meditating on their friendship. She doesn't think about Zach as much as you think about Coral. <laughs> Like, oh, I hope he's okay. There's a scene where <laughs> there's a scene where Quarrel is training, giving Nori's stormtrooper training, and he's critiquing the fact that Nori's has bad aim as like an impediment to being a good stormtrooper. Yeah. And I'm like, no, he's a perfect stormtrooper. Yeah, that is a stormtrooper. They don't aim. Too. They don't aim more than darn. Oh, the Death Star battle as a computer skill game. 
That happens right before the attacks. I think we're getting there. But break that down for me. That is insane because, yes, that is something that we would have here in our world where the Death Star battle is fictional. Right, and they're all different. So this is right before the attack, and it's Tinelkad, Jason, Sierra, and Loey are playing a computer simulation Death Star battle. Yeah, game. like a skill game, and they're each a different ship trying to blow up. Right, each the, other from the first battle of Battle of Yav in the first one. Right. I mean, it's really uncom- like I felt I, very uncomfortable. <laughs> it's very insensitive. Like your parents know lots of people who, who died. died, and that you know the Death Star blew up Alderaan. Like, yeah, this is life and death. It hasn't been all that long no. since this happened. No, that would be, like, if now teenagers were playing some sort of computer skill game based on 9 Yeah, I was like, I think it's that. Yeah, like, yeah, it's a horrible thing that happened. A ton of right. people died. And I mean, I guess there's a not, life and death situation. They're not playing the Alderaan. Right. But I mean, I guess it would be like playing the Iraq War? yeah. But maybe computer games do I do guess, that. maybe. I, yeah. Like, are they just like playing Call of Duty and we're just, you know, prude people who don't play video yeah. games? <laughs> maybe, yeah, maybe because we just don't play we're video games. Very like, easily shocked. <laughs> a video game would depict a battle? Yeah. Like, I guess that's true. But like, it's not like playing, I guess, a game based on like World War II. Where no, it is sort it, of a nameless. Like, these no, are they people are, that they. They are just one degree removed moved from, from this, this battle. Right. And I would think that if your parents had fought and had friends who died in those battles, yeah. it would not be something that you would be so blase. Right. And, about. like, it's a game that's being, like, produced and they bought, bought it? it. Like, yeah, I don't know. There's just like, and they talk about, like, I think Jason has the thought about, like, oh, this, this, uh, Death Star, you know, this is the Death Star that blew up Alderaan. Like, yeah. he's consciously thinking about the destruction and death that happened in this event, and yet is still, like, they're <laughs> doing the skill game, and, uh, yeah, it was a weird, it was a very, very strange scene. It was very Especially because we get so little, like, pop culture in this world. Yeah. And it seems like the little things that we do get are all centered around Right, there's not, like, this. an independent... Yeah, I would just, I would like, like they, to Can they play a Mario? Yeah, no, I already <laughs> feel like the world is sort of starting to collapse in on itself yeah. a little bit. Like, I, you need to constantly make these places bigger. Yes. Right? Not smaller. To, right? No, we don't need a Bantha. Like, right, we don't need a Bantha. Something we need else a new thing. We need to make, we need to push out the boundaries, because otherwise it starts to feel very claustrophobic. Yeah. And, and the idea that all culture is based around these events that the parents of our characters live right. is... Crazy. Yeah, all like all of it is just completely centered. Yeah, if I was like playing computer games, ba- it, it, like when I was a kid and I played games on my computer, I didn't play battle games. Obviously, yeah. <laughs> shocked by yeah, this. Yeah. <laughs> but I played, you know, like computer Jeopardy or whatever. Yeah. But that would be like if I was playing computer Jeopardy, and instead of it being about Jeopardy, it was about like my your parents' parents. <laughs> time in college. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, like your life. Go to college with your parents. Yeah, <laughs> that is what this life. Is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like very close to home. It just seems so close to home. Yeah, and it's not that far removed from. Yeah, like couldn't one of our characters have a favorite singer or something? Yeah, who's, like in no way connected to these. Like, I mean, I, I think that's maybe 
a critique of Star Wars, and this might be too much of a tangent, but a critique of Star Wars in general, where I feel like it does a lot of things very well with world building, but culture right. and like pop culture doesn't seem to be no. a strong point for Star Wars no. in the way that like J.K. Rowling does an amazing job of building. Right, that they're listening to music on the radio, and right. they, have, they have candy and children's stories, right, and right, traditions and all that, right. And you're, you know, obviously seeing it through Harry's eyes, so it, you know, we're learning about this as he's learning about this, but it, it does feel very well rounded in terms of, you know, they listen to music, they read books, they, right, you know, have favorite trading cards that, that they're, that's there with Star Wars. Right, they have games and... Right. It, it doesn't feel... It doesn't come quite as natural. It no. Seems. It feels... And maybe it's because, like, there's just constant... Problems. But I, I will say that I felt like that's something that uh, Ryan Johnson in The Last Jedi did well with yes. that casino yes. planet. And I, I sort of, as I was talking through this just now, thinking about that scene in Attack of the Clones, the beginning scene where they go, I guess it's a casino. Or a club. It seems like Some kind of club yeah, on, like a nightclub on Coruscant, yeah. uh, Obi-Wan and Anakin. And the guy wants to sell death sticks to Obi-Wan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Some death sticks. And how, like, it didn't quite work in right. the way that the casino scene in Last Jedi Did. totally works. Yeah. And I don't know exactly why, like, what the difference is there, but... I think there's a a sense of detail in Last Jedi and a sense that it's a lived-in world. Right, now the club in Attack of the Clones was basically like the same club from, the club from Bedazzled. Or right, the club right, from right, just right. like any, any sort of right. ravey, right. we, we throw any out club. some colors and some crazy costumes. Right, any modern club. Right, club. Um, whereas the casino really did have like a culture right. built around it. Um, and so maybe that's something that's changing but certainly so. in these books it's it's i'm feeling it i'm it's feeling hard it, and, and it's when they say something like you know in court of princess leia when uh 3po mentions like that singer it's right. almost like what like yeah like, like it doesn't feel right because it just never <laughs> happened <laughs> that like oh there's like music and you know, entertainment, hollow, you know, there's a new, like, in Christian Prince Leia, they mentioned the news, and, like, right. there's new <laughs> It's just, it's so rarely talked about. Yeah, it's yeah. definitely, it's missing. Yeah. So. Anyway. Yeah. The battle. Okay, so. <laughs> this battle is a real, you know, and after, after I gave them so much praise, the Shadow Academy They've really, really, fallen. really slipped <laughs> in this good book. <laughs> I know. <You're> idiots. They're... <laughs> There's no plan. No, there's no plan. They just tell... Well, and so... Brackus is staying at the Shadow Academy to be John Ritter. Yeah. And <laughs> so... Seth, I was thinking of this as an episode of, like, Three's Company. Yeah. Exactly. It's like Chrissy and Janet, like, which is, like, a huge misunderstanding. I thought the Emperor was coming. Yeah. It's like... Mr. Roper. Chrissy like, and or Janet is, like, pretending to be the Emperor. The other one keeps telling yeah. the Emperor, like, no, we can't go in right. there. That's where the Emperor is. Yeah, it's definitely, like, a... Another, like, Nate's Norris and Coral keep, like, popping yeah. the door. Yeah. Is the Emperor okay? Yeah. Half hour. It's like the ash breaks. Yeah, exactly. So that's what Brackus is doing. Yeah, so he says really doesn't seem all no, that concerned with the what's only, going on. All they told Zek to do is go 
get the computer parts. Yeah. So Zuck gets that order from Brackets. Go get the computer parts. He says, okay. Tamith Kai says, and also kill the Jedi brats. She says Jedi brats yeah. 75 times. Brats, brats. Conservatively. <laughs> <laughs> so, and he says, okay. But, like, that's obviously... At least for Brack, like everyone's only concerned about their particular thing. So right. Brackus says, "Get the computer parts," and Zek says, "Okay." Tameth Kai says, "Kill the Jedi," and Zek says, "Sure." And then, without consulting anybody else, Garowin says, "And I'm going to get the Shadow Chaser back." Yeah, that's her whole deal. She's real offended that Luke is using it as his minivan, which, like, fair. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he just took that ship. Yeah, and has been using it. It's not like he took it and was like, "Oh, great, we like another ship that they're not." You know, in possession a of. fleet for the for the New Republic fleet or anything like that. Yeah, it's just nope, his just now. His. He I'm just gonna use it. He just stole it. Yeah, it's his minivan. His <laughs> soccer mom yeah. driving the kids to school. Um, he's just Martin Freeman and Black Panther. Get yeah. in the car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, and Vonda Ra had something that she wanted to do too. I don't remember what it was. She. It's like they each had their own agenda. Was she, oh no, I'm gonna forget, she was mad at, I feel like she had some sort of internal, like, her and Tamith Kai. No, it was Tunnel, she was mad, at, she was upset about Tunnel Ka, maybe? Oh, yeah. She wanted to kill Tunnel Ka. Yeah, she, yeah, it didn't seem like uh, it that grounded in much, but yeah, it's that girl from Dathomir. Oh, because of Luke and, right, so uh, Luke when and they, Tunnel Ka tricked her. Right, in a, Shadow in the book Shadow Academy, right. they they trick her into thinking that she's uh, Tanelka. Right, and so she says Tanelka is a traitor, traitor to Dathomir. So, so those two night sisters have their own thing yes. going on. Um, so it's a lot. It's very disorganized. Yeah, and then and Tamith Kai goes with Zach, and that's kind of confusing. It's like who's in charge? Yeah, and I Zach seems to have a lot on his plate, and there's no yeah. guidance and really. Also, four months ago, he was homeless. Like, yeah. It's a little much to put him in charge yeah, of this mission. Uh, right. You should just send Timothy Kai. Right. Right. Just let her be in charge of this mission. There's not a reason. Zach doesn't bring anything to the table no. on this. Not at all. Um. Yeah, so he sends. Uh, but he doesn't have to see Brock. He's just embarrassed yeah. himself. <laughs> just completely. You have, to, you have to get Zach out of the job academy for this book. So he will still take orders yeah. from Brackus in the next To get everyone off the Shadow Academy. They'll take orders from Brackus. Yeah, no. Anyone witnessed that? <laughs> Just, I feel like a resignation. So are. sorry. You're an insane person. You are completely insane. <laughs> <laughs> so when they get there, they infiltrate the factory of Kashyyyk. No problem. Yeah. They steal the computer parts effortlessly. Yeah, no problem. Um, and then Zek sends, it's weird, because he sends a fake distress call to Loie's house to lure, in the sh- to lure in the Jedi group. But it is also a real distress call, because he's not lying about what's going yeah, on. There I, actually has been a break-in at the factory, and people there do need help. I When he said he was going to send a distress, a distress call, I thought two things. Either he was going to send a message himself and say, like, I've escaped the Shadow Academy. Right. Please, you know, I'm, I'm so sorry. Yeah, Please some, come. Yeah, some duplicity. Or he was going to fake a message from, like, directly from Loie's parents. Right. Saying, you know, we're in trouble. We need we you need specifically him. to come. Right, to come. Instead, it's just a very general yeah. distress 
Which and it is true that it's right. an accurate report of the situation. Right. So it does seem that he's not really thinking through. It seems a miss, like a missed opportunity to lure them into a trap. Right. Like he's just luring them near to the location close right. to where he is, but not exactly. No. <laughs> basically, where they would go anyway. anyway. Right. Eventually, they would have gotten a distrust. And a direct result call. of them going there is that they're able to shoot down a bunch of Tie Fighters. Yeah, they end like, up yeah shooting down. They're there in time to shoot down. A bunch and I guess of tie maybe that narratively makes sense for the Death Star game. Right. That like. They, they were, were just doing that. Yeah. I'm trying to think of why they would put that in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for every reason. Okay, so, but there is one thing I want to talk about with this. Okay. Is all of our young Jedis now have killed. Yes. Um, in this book, they have all taken life. Yes. Gina seems to be the only one who cares. Yeah, she, yeah, she's very, <laughs> she seems a little upset. Yeah, so... Jaina, and she's... And it's not even... Does the least direct... Right, it's not that kill. direct. It's She rustles some leaves behind the, with Lauren and Gar- she Yeah, Garrowin is attacking Jaina and Chewie. Um, she's using the Force to fling stuff at them until Chewie's just like, I can fling stuff. I don't need yeah. the Force. <laughs> fling stuff at her. And they're in a confrontation and she's about to Force Lightning Chewie and Jaina rustles leaves behind her and she spins around and slips off yeah. the tree branch and, and falls to her death. And kind of, I felt like it was kind of gruesome the way they yeah. talked about, like, her head yeah, cracking like, against a branch and then her body tumbling end over yeah. end into the canopy as It was low. rough. Yeah. yeah. So Jana's pretty shaken up about that. But Jason is just shooting TIE fighters out yep. of the sky. No, no problem. <laughs> yeah. Which I guess is interesting <laughs> for who Jason is. <laughs> it's hard. And they end up, I guess, I guess some of them do die. They end up uh, getting a bunch of people, a bunch of the uh, Shadow Academy with plants right in the undergrowth very similar to what they did with the yes the thing on hate yeah they were like living good, plants real good at finding living yeah like venomous or um carnivorous, living carnivorous yeah. plants. uh so you know instead of they use, sort of use those carnivorous plants right, to they, their advantage they get those going and those eat a bunch of stormtroopers Storm i think yeah um and i i, I was Relieved to see them using the force a little bit, yeah, more. Right. It it does seem that like like with Jaina sort of using that trick with the right. leaves, their capabilities are right. And Jaina uses the force to call for help. Yeah. When Chewie's leg is broken, yeah. that they're like a little more jumping to the force as like an option, right? More so than I think in previous yeah. previous books, and so they they. Get the stormtroopers that way, and Vonda Rog gets eaten by a fleshy yellow flower plant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It might, I think it might be the same plant that... That's, it's the one that Zero needs to get the yeah. stuff from. And then Zek leaves? He just, like, goes up to Jaina and is like, hey. But how does Zek get from this confrontation with everyone else oh, no. back? <laughs> Very clear. And he's just like, well... I'm gonna be in the old dusty trail. Yeah. <laughs> nice talking to you. Next time, you're dead. Yeah, I'm <laughs> out of yeah. here. And he even sort of tips his hand as to what their plan is because he says, "Don't go back to yeah. Yavin Four, right? Right? right. Like, yeah, right. Don't want to be. I don't want to have a confrontation with you. Like, don't go back to Yavin Four, which further underscores this point that somebody makes. Maybe it was the Emperor that. They need to attack the Jedi Academy because the Jedi Academy is the greatest threat to the Second Imperium. <laughs> <laughs> is it? <laughs> it's like, 
the Jedi Academy is in shambles. Like, <laughs> it's in Luke shambles. is gone in 50% of the time. And it's a middle school. Yes, it is very young students. The we most don't... advanced students are 14. That's basically 8th grade. Right. Could be ninth grade, but if they're, if they're the top of the class, it's 8th grade. Yeah, they don't, we do not get the sense that there are Jedi in training who are more advanced. No, what it should be is that you they should be like the bottom rung at the Jedi Academy right. and there should be it should be like Harry Potter. Right. Right. First year. right. right. And you start learning. This is like they show like they showed up at Jedi Academy and were made like prefects and head boys. Yeah. Immediate and they're uh, not there. On they're never there. And they're never there. They're never there and they don't interact with any of the other students. And when they do, they are hateful. Right. <laughs> they hate them all. <laughs> well, Jason, Jason does. Is. The others seem to just not even they notice. They're just, like, <laughs> pretty. Yeah. So. Oh, the other thing I want to mention about the battle scene is that at some point, Jason sees Zek. Yeah. And the first thing he th- thinks in his head, oh, he's got some expensive armor on. <laughs> Which further goes to show that. Jason is such a jerk. He is a jerk. He's like, oh, the poor guy's wearing nice yeah, clothes. Yeah, because like in, in Lost Ones when we meet Zach, Jason is also very focused on what he wears. What he's wearing. Jason is also very focused on what Raynar wears. Yeah. Jason's a bitch. <laughs> he's really nasty. He's like not, oh my god, my friend, he's fallen to the dark side. This I'm is so terrible. Worried. Oh, look at his expensive armor. Yeah, like, who bought that for yeah. him? <laughs> I know he got no for yeah. it. Jason is really he's catty. He's a jerk. He's really <laughs> nasty. Ugh. So, yeah, now they're, we leave with them sort of hurtling back towards Yavin because they know the Shadow Academy's about to attack. Yeah, and, like, I get, you know, they want to defend. Wouldn't you? I don't. I mean, I that's the only it. reasoning that I can think of as to why they would immediately go back. But if I was Leia or Luke, I mean, I'm... Luke's terrible. If yeah, I was Leia. someone in charge of these children, or Tion, or Tion, I would say let's evacuate. Yeah, exactly. The Jedi Academy. Get all the kids off the planet. We'll get wherever they are. The actual Jedi. <laughs> who Luke has trained. Right. Question mark. Uh, over the years? Question mark. And well, yeah, I mean, just the ones. Or from... call the New Republic. Right. Call the, the military. military. Call Admiral Akbar. Yeah. If he's an admiral, that means there's a fleet. Right, he has a fleet. Admiral Don Galactica. Like, <laughs> just bring them all in. Station them at Yavin. Right. The Shadow Academy, from my understanding, doesn't have a huge fleet. No, they can't because they're just a mobile space station. Yeah, they're a mobile school. Like, I understand that you don't know, you can't deal with it because you don't know where the Shadow Academy is. Maybe, like... Quietly evacuate the students. Yeah. And bring in some people who are actually qualified to be there to serve as decoys. Right. And then when they attack, like, stomp yeah. them. Stomp them That's true. I'm like, we're not going back to Yavin 4. Like, like don't be crazy. That's <laughs> ridiculous. You know, we have people who can no, handle like, the situation. You are all 14. Yeah, we are going to Coruscant. I'm taking you to your parents' house. Yeah. There's a battle, a war. Yeah. I know your uncle thinks that, like, oh, it's good practice. <laughs> to be this deadly. Let me tell you, I've known your uncle for 20 years, and he is stupid. Right. Like, he is lucky to be alive. <laughs> and it turns out he's maybe died a couple times yeah. and come back. And so. <laughs> yeah, no, he's just, like, yeah, very irresponsible. It's it's mind-boggling. And, and obviously it sets up a battle. Right. <laughs> so in the next 
book, we're going to get the grand finale between these two yeah, academies. Jedi Under Siege. Jedi Under Siege. So in the front of that, we've got the eyes of the Emperor looking on, uh-huh. TIE Fighters over the Jedi Temple, Jason fighting, no one, Jason posing. Yeah. And yeah, <laughs> lightsaber. Luke looking handsome and bored. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he looks really young in that one. Yeah. And Jaina and Zach in a lightsaber duel. Green. Green. It's because he grew up in the underworld of Coruscant <laughs> and never saw the sun. I mean, he's like the ziggurat of the, yeah. the Jedi Academy. kind of in, in flames. In flames. This is like an ongoing thing I in both Coruscant and Kashyyyk. Where, like, the top yeah. is good and the, the lower is yeah. dangerous. Sort of dark underbelly. Yeah. Something. Yeah. Very strange. Strangely like rigid. Yeah. Going through. All right. So we will be, we'll be back yeah. next week for, for Jedi. Our Jedi Under Siege. And I think this will end the, the Shadow, Shadow Academy, Academy arc. And I think Diversity Alliance comes next we're gonna stick with the young jedi knights for a while because we want our release of the han solo Solo trilogy trilogy. to line up with the release of the han solo movie which means we're gonna keep pushing with these guys for as long as we can (laughs) we might we might have to take a break break just for i mean we can't actually do harm to luke or jason but for our own stress level we might need to take a break but we'll we'll try we'll see how they how they do as we move forward Bye. Bye.